I woke up to Digby crying incredibly loudly in the night. And so I ran into his room. It's about one thirty in the morning, and he's just covered in vomit, and his bed is covered in vo- like Whoa. his cot is covered in vomit. And I go, "Oh, darling!" And I pick him up, and he vomited into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so just yes. literally, blah! <laughs> just exorcist style. Shit. Exorcist style. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. <laughs> um, um, have you guys listened to Griefcast? Griefcast? Yeah. No, so but Carrie, I've heard... Carrie Lloyd, who is an English comedian, um, and she just she lost her dad when she was 15, and she just talks to other comedians about someone they've lost, and it's beautiful. Wow. It's yeah, really wow. funny and sad and poignant, and the one that got me was the most recent one, which was a cartoonist whose wife died of sepsis suddenly when he was away on a business trip and so he left at the beginning of the week and came back to no wife Rank. and a 9 and 11 year old kid or 9 and 7 year old kid and just so it's him Shannon died a year ago and it's him talking about that and it's just wow. so because everyone is so honest and you don't hear grief spoken about Openly, no, not a very often. It's, re- it's lovely. It's just, it's just like this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of grief. A lot of grief. Uh, a lot of grief. <laughs> uh, this, of course, is shitting with the door opened. Uh, I'm Harley Breen. Uh, that laugh is Wade Duffin, and we're joined by Cal Wilson, hey. stand-up comedian, mother of one. Digby is your wonderful boy's name. Correct. Who is now nine. Nine. Is he nine? Hectic. Nine. Fucking hell. It's too old. Uh, I never notice until he's asleep how big he's got. Like, And then I go and look at him in relation to the bed and I'm like, oh, there's less spare bed. Like, <laughs> he's got so long. Like, it's when he's asleep that I notice. Yes. I remember like, you bringing Digby around here a few years ago and you know, all I had was like, the little girl's toys. And then I brought out like some shitty like toy train set for him. To, I was like, there you go, mate. Have we play of that? And he just looks at it and he just looks at you and he goes, Mum. <laughs> gets out the phone starts playing a game. He's like, oh, I'm out of my depth. I'm out of my depth. Help me, Mum. He, he did the train thing, but then yeah. he was over the train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like really quickly. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll fucking humour you, old man. But uh, really, my, my, I'm, I've gone past that. My favourite interaction between your kid and my kid is I've got a photo that Claire sent me of Penny trying to kiss Digby and Digby just with this look on his face of like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> Just like, I'm kind of flattered, but I'm also embarrassed that there's a girl in a little yeah. party dress like, trying to smooch him. Oh, haven't we all been in that position? <laughs> now, you are in a similar position to the Hooper Duffin household mm-hmm. in that you are a touring comedian. Yep. Uh, and... Oh, Am I fair in saying the primary care of Digby has fallen on your partner, Chris? Yes, and that was yep. quite a deliberate choice, like we talked about that probably my earning capacity would be bigger than his yes. earning capacity. Yeah. So this was a discussion you had before you yeah, had the baby. Yeah, yeah. And, cool. and also, he really loves kids and was a primary school teacher. So And you hate kids. Oh, and you honestly, weren't a primary school oh, teacher. Just the worst. Um, I thought we were getting a kitten. <laughs> <laughs> Still yeah, shits like, behind the fridge, though, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> we all do. We all Brings do. you like the dead bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes that weird little noise when they see a bird. <laughs> um, yeah, so we talked about it. And he's just a more practical person than I am. He's very good on organisational things where I'm like, oh, shit, it's book week yesterday. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so we we sort of talk about it. But what we're really fortunate in is that he works from home. And so when I'm home, we're all home together. Right. So we have – I have patches where I go away. And Digby's used to that. Yeah. Um, And I think I feel it more than 
He does. Yes. I mean, I'm sure we'll find out in 10 years when he's going to a therapist and going, you always abandoned me. <laughs> well, we've been on the road together quite a bit yeah. during our boy. Our boys are very similar ages. Yeah, yeah. One's eight, yours nine. Um, and we've shared uh, feelings of guilt. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, you helped me in our... Uh, actually, no, we went to India together, but then uh, I think the next year I was going to Asia and it was going to be at Leonard's birthday, his fourth birthday, yep. uh, and I was going to have to miss that to say yes to a three-week gig and you said this will mean more to you than it does to him. Yep. And it was very helpful. Great. Meaning that, uh, get over it. <laughs> oh, I, get it. I get it. Like the things that you – because for me, um, especially when he was younger, my uh, underlying thought was, is this the moment I fuck him up? Yes. You know, like is this yeah. the – you know, and there was only one time which I knew that I had, and that was, which I do as a bit of stand-up, when I held him up to pat a model horse's nose in a museum because he was scared of the model horse, yep. and I'd encourage him to pat the horse's nose, <laughs> and just as he patted it, it started talking. Um, <laughs> and it was like, ah! And he <laughs> lost his mind. Lost yeah, his How mind. old was he? He was about... Two and a half. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, oh, that, this is a moment. This is a moment that he will always be scared of horses. Just and it hates them. Little <laughs> ponies, big yeah. dogs. And it doesn't every, matter what it is. Every time we went past another model of a horse in that museum, he'd cling on to me <laughs> really tight. But I quite liked it because he's not a terribly huggy child. Yeah. So like but also it was like the first moment I vividly remember laughing over his head to my partner, which I did not ever think about as a kid. But, you know, when you're a kid and you're upset yeah. about something, you've done something embarrassing and you've hurt yourself. Just the realisation that my mum and dad must have been pissing themselves losing it as they were holding me and as laughing. They should. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Now as a punishment, do you put on Mr. Ed just to keep <laughs> <laughs> him in control? Yeah, it's not over it. I did know. You go like I, Godfather. I just like <laughs> yeah. chop off a horse's head and put <laughs> it in his bed. You need to chop it off. <laughs> <laughs> Live horse. Yeah. You're yeah. the only kid that gets bought a pony as a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> you ride that pony until you've learned your lesson. <laughs> uh, you uh, mentioned Book Week before. I, uh, I was enjoying following your social media posts of the cr- requests that he oh, recently he made. Oh, Marmalade Toast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where, does, where does Marmalade Toast come into it? And he goes, in Harry Potter. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, mine. He must have eaten one at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then someone else pointed out that Paddington was quite a... It's yes. quite a famous piece of marmalade toast in yeah. um, that. And then I was all excited about the marmalade toast. And I was thinking about, what. I, oh, okay, I'm going to go to Clark's Rub. I'm going to buy a big piece of foam. I'm going to use cellophane. Like I was planning that because I, you know, I like to get my glue gun out and do yeah. a bit of craft. And then he was like, no, I want to go as a Minecraft zombie. Which, which is an easier... But I they're guess. both pretty good. Both pretty good costumes. Well, marmalade yeah. toast. At least you're, you're doing orange toast face, is. not black face. That's, that's <laughs> <all>. <laughs> I wasn't going to go above the neck. He's going to be in the sandwich. He's but I want the, the toast filling. to be burnt, Mum. The toast. <laughs> to be, oh, oh no! <laughs> and then Minecraft for those listening that don't know it. I'm trying to avoid it at the it moment. Will come. But it's just squares. It's just it's a weird little building construction world where you can also kill zombies. Right. Um, and like life. Yeah. Um, and and someone has very cleverly written this entire series of books called Diary of a Minecraft Zombie, which are shitly written and right. just appalling, but Digby loves them. And, so and number he, one sellers. Huge, yeah. huge yeah, sellers. Wow. Uh, and so Digby wanted to go as a Minecraft zombie from that book, so I got to do craft, and I wasn't happy with it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Minecraft is massive, isn't it? It's huge. It's, it's huge. huge. Like millions and millions of kids playing online. And then there's the weird thing, which to sound like an old person – um, you stop playing Minecraft and you just watch videos of other people playing Minecraft. 
Yes. I've do. heard that this is yeah. the thing. And here's yeah, yeah. a question for you because your kid's playing Minecraft. Yep. Um, you put a picture up uh, just in the last uh, day or so of Digby's favourite things, yep. which was a picture of your cat yep. and uh, an Xbox controller. Yep. It was a lovely picture, uh, which tells me that he's playing uh, video games and I'm still yet to cross that threshold yeah, and, and I don't know whether I'm um, now making the wrong decision because Leonard's... All of his friends are playing yeah, video yeah. games. So Digby only got it at the beginning of this year because his uncle is a gamer. Yes. And uh, so every time we go and stay with my brother, Digby plays games on the Xbox and loves it. And yep. I was like, look, I don't want you to have an Xbox, but if you if you save enough money to buy an Xbox, you can buy an Xbox. And so he told all his relatives that and by New Year's, cool. he's <laughs> for an Xbox. Yeah. Like, like, fiscal lesson have we just learned here? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's got it and we, we limit him to, you know, he has to do his basketball practice before he goes on the Xbox yep. and he has to, he's only allowed a certain time each day and he's not allowed to go on it before four o'clock, you know, kind of. Okay. So there's a whole lot of rules. Yeah, yeah. And how is he like when you pull him off? He's, he's actually. Well, but what about the Xbox? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so thanks so much for having me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but how is it like when you like take him off the Xbox? Is he like? Well, he's upset, pretty clear. We d- sometimes he goes, "Oh, I just got, I've just got to save it. I've just got to something like that." And I go, two, "In two minutes, it's gone. Or there's yeah. no Xbox for the rest of the week." Like because we yeah. both don't like it, we come down quite hard on it. Yeah. But he's pretty good because he knows if he behaves with it, then he gets to keep. Yeah, Jones. right. So it's a parenting tool. You can use it as a yeah, kind of. It's a it's a you know you need chip. to think about the consequences of, of there being no Xbox if you're not gonna right. Yeah. yeah. I'm really not sure on, on uh, where to go with it. At the moment, uh, you know, we have TV-free Mondays yep. or, or screen, screen-free screen Mondays and then um, he doesn't really have any other screens. But, but it's I that... Because I, I grew up um, not having any television or outside influence um, mainly because of uh, the quite conservative religious upbringing yep. that I had. Um, and that annoyed me as a child and as a teenager... But now I'm looking back on it as an adult and yeah, a parent, yeah. and I think it was a great decision. Has it left you with gaps in your cultural knowledge? Though? Huge, massive. So gaps. people will be like, oh, "I remember when Flipper did this," and be like, "What's a yeah. Flipper?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm now, you know, um, at, at uh, heading towards forty too rapidly. I uh, have been, I'm very up to date on all of the things that I should have. Um, had in my uh, cultural experience yep. uh, up until the age of 20. Um, but yeah, I just didn't have it. But you were in also, like, you're in a community where nobody really had it. Is that right? Within the church community, yeah, yes. no one had it. But the school community, everybody had it. Yeah, right. And so I'd spent a lot of time faking. Yeah, right. People would be having a discussion <laughs> about something. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking I about. I love Stir Wars. Yeah. The way they <laughs> cooking stuff. It's the best. With you Yaga. Have, I love it. You shared cultural references with your church people. Like, you remember when Jesus fed the 5,000? <laughs> 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 I found Look, it was yeah. JC. Oh, we, did, we did sourdough as well as whole grain bread. <laughs> Shout out to floods. <laughs> <laughs> Love those locusts. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, I just think, you know, it's a day-by-day kind of yeah, yeah. thing you're trying to make Man, decisions. But you see, like, I think a lot of this, I don't know, like, how much of it is true or not, but, like, video game addiction. Like, you see it, like, in the I'm, media I'm a sure lot that now. that is entirely possible. Like, but I'm absolutely sure. And you you hear about those news stories where there's like, oh, he gamed for 48 hours and died. And died, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone kind of died. Stuff. Like, yeah. kids, like, beating the shit out of their parents because they won't let them back on yeah. their games. Like, you see these stories. But sure. I think that must be the... The extreme. The extreme. The extreme, yeah. the extreme And I think extreme, you just yeah. have, to, you have to corral it and limit it. I saw it on Today Tonight, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's like anything in parenting. You, you, it's, uh, it's not just video games. You have to sort of monitor... 
all of Everything. the things that yeah. they're doing. So, yeah. you know, anyway, good on you. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring Leonard over. <laughs> See how it goes. Uh, and how is the uh, the touring life now, nine years deep, um, being away from It's okay. Digby? Like, it's usually only two or three nights at a time or a week. Yes. What was really lovely was we went to Asia this year on the Comedy Festival Roadshow. Yeah. So I was in Singapore and Hong Kong for two weeks and I brought Chris and Digby with me. And that was really great because it felt like we were a holiday we we're having a holiday even though I was it's at work. It's a good work. job for that. Yeah, so yeah, it was really great for that. And so we we took him out of school for a week and a half, I think. Yeah, nice. Kind of like That's exciting. It's a bigger experience. And at that age, yeah. he's going to remember that. Yeah. For yeah. like his life. Whereas the, he's been to the UK a couple of times and he has no recollection of that because he was too small. Yeah. What a waste of money. That's yeah, what, what I say. Claire waste wants money. to take the girls on holiday. I'm like, well, just nah. leave them behind. We'll go on holiday. When yes. they're older, we can all go on holiday and they can remember it. Oh, but oh I'll miss them. But it's still really fun. Like, he, like, you know, it was really fun having a, taking a four-year-old to Edinburgh Castle. Like, how great, you know? Yeah. I mean? Was it fun having a four-year-old on a 24-hour flight? Um. What was fun was I had to go to Edinburgh first and Chris, <laughs> Chris brought him two weeks later. So I can but say it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was very peaceful. That's a good system. Yeah, Chris, Chris has done a few long-haul flights with Digby. The, the only time we had any trouble with him, the first time we took him to the UK, he was two and a half and he was really great because we, we bought him a new little suitcase and I just had toys and snacks in it. So every so often I'd just get a new thing out that he hadn't seen before and we bought him new... It's classic. It's a great move. Yep. Thomas the Tank Engine pyjamas so he put his pyjamas on oh. on the plane. And then great. Was, <laughs> like, he'd feel like real special. Cabin crew like, just would have loved him. Yeah, like he was adorable. Yeah. And then he cracked it on the way back from Singapore to Melbourne. He was just super tired and he'd been watching. We And we also at that point just went, any time limits of screens are out the window. You can watch TV until yep. you are dead. Like yep. just yep. for peace. Absolutely. And then his eyes were falling out of his head and I was like, it's time to go to... The when we turned the screen off and he just lost it and so for just a moment there was stop touching me get off the plane get off the plane you like, and then having to say well we can't get off the plane because we're in the sky but I tell you what I'm trying to figure out how to open that door yeah, and get yeah. you off the plane <laughs> yeah. yeah and so that was the only moment like we were so fortunate with him it was the only moment that he lost it oh that's great yeah, yeah. and he's an only child limited edition limited yes. edition yeah, were, yeah. were you an only child? No, I'm the youngest of three. The youngest of um, three. So the spoilt favourite one. And Chris? Uh, is the oldest of three. Oldest of three. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel about having an only child? Um, it was never my intention, but I just left things a bit late. Right. Life, life and circumstance just yep. meant that I was 38 by the time I had him. And it took me a long time to get over him physically and mentally even. like, sure. um, Yeah, it took me a couple of years to feel like I was vaguely myself again. So by the time I sort of felt, oh, well, maybe... We could have another one. I yep. felt like no, I actually don't think we can. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is, um, it's not the ideal, but it's what we have, and I'm so grateful that we have him. Well, there's a lot of stigma around only children. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, fairly shitty opinions, and people will give you those opinions. That's oh. what I find so um, <laughs> so amazing about it is that everyone has an opinion, and the opinion is that's not enough children, and like yeah. I just don't comment. On anyone else's family because you don't know what people have been through. You know, like, that's right. We've had and just let them go. Friends that endured twelve years of IVF. You know, like yeah. so I'm just so conscious that you don't ask. You and save pe- that yeah. commentary for your partner yeah. in bed. And you look at <laughs> yeah, quiet like, oh judging. God, can like, you believe it? Like, like, like a normal person. <laughs> but like, like so, a woman I hadn't seen since I was nineteen bailed me up at a gig and was like, so how many kids do you have? And I was like, just got the one. And she was like, oh, no, but you have another one, won't oh. you? Oh, no, oh. But you must, no, you must have another one. Like, yeah. you must. Like, 
fuck off, lady. Yeah. Like <laughs> Name and shame. Well, wouldn't mean anything to you, but I'll tell you afterwards. Because I've effectively got two only children. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, I get the same yeah. kind of judgment. Oh, you have to give them a sibling. Do I? Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know that you were the rule maker on... But, like, if we were in China, it would be like, congratulations on following the rules so well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess on the subject of judgment, um, because we've sort of approached this uh, in previous episodes uh, from from Wade and Claire's position, do you get judgment from, I guess, from mums or anyone, mums and dads, that you're the the primary breadwinner? Not that I notice, but I think – but I feel it. Like, I put it on myself, like, you know – um, and I know another friend of mine who's also a working parent and her husband's been more involved in the drop-off and pick-up at school and things. Yep. That that feeling of like, oh, we're being judged because we're not here. And you reckon that's more like internally I than think, externally? But I, mean, I think you do, get, you do get the occasional comment for other peop- from other people. Yeah. Um, the thing that we noticed when Chris was taking Digby to parents' group when he was a baby, it was called mum's group. And so Dig said to the organiser, do you think we could call it parents' group? Just so Dick that, said that. So yeah, he was like, "Do you think we could call it parents' group just because you know, I'm I'm not a mum, and it would just make it more inclusive?" She's like, "Oh, I think the mothers would be uncomfortable," and so oh. it just stayed mum's group, even though there was a dad there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And this is the thing: people wonder why there's no dads at parents' yeah, group. Yeah, it's yeah. Because it's very much set up for. Yeah. I you guess do feel slightly excluded. Yeah, yeah, but it's set but up that's for the majority, fine. isn't it? You know what I mean? It well, is set I'm, up for the majority. Yeah. Do you get the, oh, babysitting today, are we? Like, oh, like, the worst. Yeah, the yeah. worst. The like, worst. Parenting. Oh, mum's not going to like that when she gets yeah. home and like, the kids are all dirty. Like, oh, give a fuck. I'm oh, the one that's going to clean it. Yeah. yeah. You're talking but, about But also, you've met your child before. You know what they yeah. need and what they like. Yeah. And it's <laughs> your first day. You're not on like doing an unpaid internship or something. You'd, that's your right. It's your kid. I think I'm going to use that like callback from now on. Like, oh, it's my first day on the job, love. I'll be yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know who sees that, but they seem nice. <laughs> I was at uh, I was at Mum's group yesterday. Uh, mine sort of play. It's called play group, um, but I am very much the only dad yep. in the space. I turn up, and it's uh, you know I I probably do one out of every five um, yeah, yeah, yeah. occasionally. Turn up, and it's a lovely uh, experience. But yesterday. There were three dads. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was dick heavy. Well, just talking about motorbikes <laughs> and beer. Nah, it's a Steiner playground. <laughs> <laughs> the dads are softer and more gentle than the women in the room. <laughs> I'm into soft parenting. Are you? <laughs> right, uh, let's see how that goes when they're right. My kids call me Pappy. I'm Pappy. <laughs> uh, are you going to partake in Halloween? Yes, we do. I like It's never been something I've been into, but I really enjoyed Diggy's enjoyment of it. So yeah. um, in our neighbourhood, if you are participating, you just put some decoration in your window or your driveway yeah, right. and then the kids will come around. And there many people in the neighbourhood Yeah, quite a few. There's quite a bunch. So we go around early. And is it getting bigger and bigger every year? It is notice? getting bigger every year. Yeah. I find it – see, I'm quite a shy person and so the idea of going up and knocking on a stranger's door fills Ooh. me with absolute horror. Same, yeah. Um, and Don't want to do it. Like I've done it in a mask many times. <laughs> you, it's, the response is never great. Never. Nobody gives me any lollies. I tell you. <laughs> I mean, I've got a VCR and I've got a. <laughs> what an Just old give me gold and jewels. Very old. I've got a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we don't even have a DVD. I've got a penny farthing out the back. <laughs> <laughs> I stole a French galleon. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so I don't enjoy it, but I enjoy Digby's enjoyment of it. And then um, also I hate people coming to my house. And then so we're at home and people are coming to my house and asking for lollies. And yeah, right. 
So I don't love it, but I love it. I the- love the idea of Halloween. Yeah. Like, I think it's like, what a fun holiday. We kids yeah. get to dress yeah. up and go around, like, just asking for sweets. It just seems like fun. The, the just opposite like of what thing. you tell them for the rest of the year. Yes. Yeah. Don't. Don't talk don't to us. Take sweets. Don't go to someone's <laughs> house. Yeah. Don't just ask them for lollies. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, all right, there's, been a, there's a lot of backlash every year as we head into uh, Halloween yeah. online. People, like, ranting about this American tradition, yeah, of yeah. which it's not. Um, and going, you know, don't get into it. I'm like, are you serious? This is a, this is a way I can occupy my kid mm. for a yeah. day. Um, do dress-ups, that's fun. Uh, and go and get lollies, which is bad because sugar high insanity. Well, Digby's Tick, actually a weird child in that he won't eat all his lollies at once. So he'll have a couple and then yep. he'll put them somewhere. I was tidying up the other day and I found his whole pumpkin full of last year's Halloween right. chocolate. It was all off. So, yeah. so it's just like it's year old chocolate. I was like, I think we'll throw this out now, mate, because you're about to get some more. Claire's cousin with her girls just makes them eat it all at once. Like if you're going to eat it, you get one sitting. So, so, so they have to eat it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just, we'll just get it over and fucking done with. That's great. It's well, the best. we just found out that uh, Leonard um, has what's called fructose malabsorption. Oh, okay. Uh, but very simply means that his body doesn't absorb fructose very well. So it's like the sugar you get in fruit. Mainly, yeah. yeah. There's there's some other weird places that it sits as well. Certain types of gluten have quite a lot of fructose oh. in it. Um, carrots, quite oh. high on fructose. Yeah, um, avocados aren't, aren't high, but they are on the fructose level. So if you want to give your kid a healthy lolly, you give them lollies made from fruit juice. So a lot yeah. of people are doing that, especially in our area. Yeah. We, you know, we're in a in a city uh, affluent suburb, so everyone's shopping. We at want <laughs> everyone to be healthy, and, but yeah. we want to kill Leonard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, this is the problem. So he goes to school, right? This this is a this is probably similar at your school. He's not allowed to take nuts to school because mm-hmm. there's kids that can just yep. self combust. He's not allowed to have eggs because there's one kid in his oh, class okay. um, that's allergic to eggs. Uh, I think there's something else on kiwi the... fruit is at our school. You're not allowed kiwi fruit, really. Yep. Right. I think there's a couple of kids allergic to kiwi fruit. Right. So kiwi fruit. Yeah. Well, so this is my this is my argument on that, and see how you two sit. I think if your child is uh, allergic to something, that's that's horrible, and I and I feel bad for you because I've got a child that has this newfound thing. But it's, surely it should be on you to, to control what you send them to school with, and then on the school to monitor. That they're oh, not sharing. That's impractical. That's impractical. Well, but then, so then the school now needs to get rid of fructose at the school because we... Leonard's got fructose malabsorption. And he's but is he, gonna, is he literally going to swell up and die? No, he's not going to swell no, up and die. It's, not as, it's like nowhere near as serious. As nuts and kiwi fruit. Like if there's because like how can you patrol a six year old that goes? Can I swap my sandwich? For very your difficult. Piece of lethal fruit. Yes. The primary so schools like that we did like a two primary schools that we did like a little tour of with PJ. And one of them was like, oh, yeah, we've got some kids who are allergic to peanuts, but people are still allowed to bring peanuts here. Right. That kid just has to be – everyone's just aware that you just don't give peanuts to that kid. Like, they, they explained it a lot better than I just did. But <laughs> <laughs> they care more about the child than you've made it sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck that kid. <laughs> yeah, fuck that kid. Thinning out the herd. <laughs> well, let us no nuts. Like, hazelnuts, almonds, cashews. Oh, really? Absolutely no nut-based thing. Oh. What I'm finding out is if you want to find a muesli bar without fructose in it, uh. they definitely have nuts in it. Yeah, right. So, so what's he going to eat? Yeah, this is the struggle. Just meat. He's just going to eat meat. He's basically, he's a, pa- he's, a, he's a paleo kid. Wow. <laughs> the best thing for him is a paleo diet. Wow. Yeah. It's just, I, I, I don't know how to monitor that and whether or not we should yeah, yeah. be as concerned about other kids' dietary problems 
as I'm being forced. I to do. don't think we should be. I think like uh, people need to take like ownership of that That's situation. Right. I think it's a matter of life and death. I think you can't be too careful because imagine if it was your kid that had a peanut allergy. Yeah, yeah. Like and yeah. you know I've got I've got peanut allergies in my family and I know yeah. that. Um, it's a pretty rapid thing. Yeah, yeah. And our friend Adam Rosenbach keeps nearly dying yes. from peanuts. Yeah. So what you're saying is you keeps failing. You mean? Yourself. Wow, it's funny though. <laughs> You'll succeed one day, Rosie. <laughs> Keep at it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, look, I see that. Yeah, that problem. But does it get? I don't know whether it gets um, less strict the older they get. Surely, it I must. think it must too. It, there can't be high, high schools that are nuts. Yeah, I would. I'd not think so. But if when you're dealing with little kids who yeah. Uh, not I wish I remember like the way they explained it because when they explained it to me, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense." But now you're explaining, it, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense." I'm yeah. easily swayed. <laughs> I'm easily swayed. I'm so soft. Things that you can risk and things that you shouldn't risk. You know, like, yeah. sure, um, Angela might be really good with her redback spider collection, mm. but what say she drops that on the floor? Do we let her bring it to school? No, like, you don't. Yeah, you don't let her bring the redback spider. Um, but if you put it in a sandwich, yes. <laughs> and a peanut butter a sandwich, it's like lethal. <laughs> well, geez, the peanut butter industry must be really struggling. Well, I, think we're, I think we're on the verge of having um, peanut butter locked in some sort of airlocked container, and you've got to buy it from the smoke section of your supermarket. What about like almond milk? Yeah, no, you can't take it. Yeah, wow. What? You can't take almond milk. What do you mean you can't take almond milk? To, to, to this school. school. Every, everything nut-based oh, is completely a, banned. But what a miserable childhood if your treat was almond milk. You're going to have a punnet of almond milk. Oh, it's so delicious, that watery, slightly yeah. nutty taste. The taste of misery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really does. But I, I don't know. I, uh, I guess it's... I guess it's good. I just find it a difficult thing as a parent considering other parents' Yeah, it's something struggles. else you've got to think about. Yeah, yeah. fuck them. <laughs> Digby is quite like an individual kid, isn't yeah. he? Like he's got like his own sense of like who he is yep. and what he does. Was that something you guys instilled in him, or is that just something that like came about? I think it just comes about. Like the thing that I've really tried to do with him is that when he asks a question, I tell him what the answer is, like age appropriately. Yeah. But like, and I'll try and give him some more information about it. And yeah. then if I don't know the information, we'll go and find it. So, kind of. Um, and I've always given him loads of books, so he's a big reader. He really enjoys reading and things like that. So it's kind of like I've just tried to get him interested in the world and figure yeah. out what it is that he likes. Yeah, right. He's quite an adult kid. Yeah, and um, that, yeah. that's yeah. the thing it's of being an only kind of child. He, yes. seems, yeah. he seems quite serious, but is that just like when he's around he's other just adults? He's just, he just takes him a while to warm up. And then, yeah. I mean, he was like me as a kid, like, yeah. wouldn't say boo to a goose. I mean, why would you for a start? But, <laughs> I don't say boo to a goose. Yeah, no, assholes. <laughs> Do not set the goose off. Um, but like, so for a start, quite reserved and then once you're there for once he warms up, 15 he... minutes, you're like, oh, stop telling me the jokes you made up. Like, you know, like, he's, he's, he loves a chat, loves it and what I love the most is he's really into the footy and Chris has always looked forward to a time when he can share oh, footy with Digby. Nice. Yep. And now Digby is sitting on the couch correcting Chris on his footy facts. <laughs> and it's really wonderful to watch the frustration <laughs> of Chris being like, no, I think I've followed this game for like 40 more years than you yep. have. Like, no, no, Dad, this is um, Joe Danaher. Like, he'll just reel off something. And I love it. It just makes me laugh because it's like, well, you're enjoying this, but you're hating it. This <laughs> That's the thing that really bothers me is, is my kid trying to tell me about yes. how things exist. I'm like, how about I... Um, tell you yeah. how things like the other day I was uh, we were going for a ride on the bike and I said to Leonard I said at the moment and I was trying to keep him on the left side of the riding track I said at the moment um, 
you don't know this, but you're actually training to drive a car. And he went, nope, that's ridiculous. <laughs> went, what? Why did you just snap back at me? No, that's yeah. ridiculous. Why do you think no? And he goes, well, I'm not in a car, am I? I'm on a bike. I'm like, okay. Cool. Lesson done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was wrong. I yep. resigned. Let's just yeah. ride in awkward silence. Fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it is funny though. Like I've I've had conversations with Digby where I've told him something. He's gone. Oh, my mate Jono says that's not true. And I've well, Jono knows. found myself found myself going. Jono is eight, <laughs> and I am forty seven. <laughs> so do you reckon I might have had a bit more experience than Jono? And in my head, I'm going, "Fuck Jono!" Like, fuck like, Jono. Fuck. Jono. Jono. Not real name. Brackets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just that Chris. thing. Chris. Like, <laughs> my husband is not eight years old. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that fighting that kind of thing, of like it's really great that they're standing up for themselves, but at the same time, is is it not possible if you just to listen to me and trust that I'm right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, the yeah. Mo- that's the thing I'm really struggling at the moment, is I love that you're showing some um, individuality mm, and, independence and, and independence and all of that, but also shut up and do what I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where the level there is. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's I mean, the good thing. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're on Breakfast Radio, and Leonard's like the talent, and you're the producer, <laughs> and he's just trying to tell you, "No, this is who I am." No, I'll tell you who you are. This is who you are. Oh, that he just wants really to get sick. out of his contract. Yeah, it did. I was thinking, yeah, so having a flashbacks as well. Yeah, you just compared both of us to Breakfast Radio producers. <laughs> uh, it does get better though. Like, like you can reason with them more as they get older, which is really lovely. Like it's. You can have discussions yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, speaking of a discussion I've been having recently and harking back to something you just said about Digby uh, saving money for his Xbox, do you give uh, an allowance? Does he earn his money? How is it, how, what's the setup? Because we're, we're having these discussions yeah. at the moment. We at are home. terribly inconsistent in this yes. area. That's Same as me. What I hear is what you've got to be. Like, that's what the experts <laughs> all say. Don't have one rule, just play it fast yeah. and loose well, whenever you, know, you like, can. I know that they, in studies with like rats and stuff, if, if, if the, <laughs> which children rat, are very similar very to. Very similar, less, yeah. less horrible tales. But um, <laughs> so if you, if you train a rat that when it pushes the lever, it gets uh, a treat. Mm. But, and then. Sometimes it doesn't get the treat. It will come back still expecting the treat um, more often than if you just do it regularly. Like yeah. it, like it, you've got the expectation set up so you don't have to do it every time. I feel the same way about pocket money. Like sometimes you get pocket money, sometimes you don't. That's um, sort of what I do at the moment. But we, we, do, we do things like work towards goals. And at the moment he's obsessed with footy cards. So even though the footy season is over, mm. he's still... I've bought like 10 packets of footy cards and he'll go, what can I do to earn a pack of footy cards? Oh, really? Yeah, so he, he's he got that kind of thing of like you earn stuff and we'll do, if there's something that he wants to save up for, we'll yep. do, okay, we'll set a goal and you can earn this much for um, that job. But Chris has a... Um, a habit of being like, come and wash the car with me, I'll give you 20 bucks. I'm like, that is not the going rate for washing no, a car. That, that is not. $1.50. Yeah. Like Absolutely. 20 bucks. Yeah. I'll come wash your car. I'll yeah. 20 bucks. <laughs> That's a good rate, Chris. Yeah, like I feel like I'm much more, I've got a much lower um, pay rate than Chris yep. does for Digby. And so when you're away, well, Chris is just making the calls on that. Oh, but sometimes Sibby's like, no, no, you keep the money. I'd rather sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so, is he, so is he working? He's, he's cleaning and he's doing things like oh, that no, to earn Probably money. not as much as he should be, but yeah. um, he, we'd get him, getting him to do things. And I'm, I, what I've started to do now is just include him in stuff that I'm doing. So like baking and cooking and things. Yes. And I'll explain the 
steps and I'll go, you know, one day you'll be able to do this by yourself, which he's really not thrilled about. Um, <laughs> but just, yeah, I'll start getting him to help me with stuff. I'm going to make you bake and ride ponies, you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you a pony with an oven in it. <laughs> Enjoy these scones. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I, 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 we mentioned this on the podcast that I'd heard that the um, so you can give a kid uh, an allowance um, for work done mm-hmm. around the house. There's all sorts of different chores you've got to tick off, and then you get this amount of money. Or you can get them to come up with ways of ah. earning money. Uh, one turns the uh, teaches them just to turn up for the wages, yep. being a worker, um, and the other teaches them to be an entrepreneur and go out and start business. I'm obviously wanting to do that. Second one, so I said to Leonard, this sort of thing, you you have to come up with business ideas and ways to earn money. There's... Different things around the house that you can do and things and then, that are needed. Sorry, and then you'd like negotiate. And then we'll negotiate on the fee yeah. and all those sorts of things. And so he came up with this idea that he's going to open a shop. <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> selling God's eyes. Now, a God's eye, for those who don't know, is basically a crossed sticks. You get two sticks and put oh, them in a cross right, and right. then you wind wool <laughs> string around it and make a pretty thing. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I'm going to sell God's eyes. I'm like, Okay, so he went ahead and made, like, in the last couple of days, about four or five God's Eyes, and he's done this before, and he finishes and he comes out and goes, hey, Dad, want to buy a God's Eye? <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many questions, like, where's the location of the shop? Is he going to get foot traffic, or is it just you and Hannah? Well, it, it, the last time he actually went out the front of the house, and I was like, good on you, mate, go out the front of the house and make some God's Eyes suit. No one's going to buy that. He sold four of them. <laughs> Made eight bucks <laughs> to God. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking for those. Yeah, like literally. Clock, clock. <laughs> so I you know. Good luck to him. But uh, I, I, I would like to see some more meaningful yeah. work being done yeah. around we've, the house. We've always tend to do things. I think like rewards for achievements yes. rather than actual money. Okay. Um, but when when we were toilet training him we stupidly he was really big into Thomas the Tank Engine I don't know if you've heard of Thomas the Tank Engine but it's a scourge yeah. um, and so we said that every time he'd done five wheezes in the toilet he could get a Thomas the Tank Engine train right. and he just started weeing all the time like so we were like <laughs> giving him three trains a day like it was kids just, drinking 20 litres right, of water in the morning the dance, sitting on the toilet just the whole cutting time. it off midstream one. walking away <laughs> coming <laughs> back <laughs> don't do that Edward yeah rid- ridiculous like he's yeah. <laughs> oh man, do you and Chris are you aware of like? Is, does Digby have a favourite? Like out of you two? No, he calls us each other's names all the time. So I'm Dad and Chris's mum. Right. Yeah. Um, but he did instigate. He instigated a thing where if I'm away overnight, I have to bring him a present. So for every <laughs> night that I'm away, he gets a present. But it can be something like the biscuit off the plane. Okay. <laughs> so um, he's I'm his favourite when I come home, and he's like. Hi, Mum. What have you got? Like, he's, you know. yes, because we were in India for three weeks together, yeah. and you every day were ducking off. He got he got a set of bangles. Um. <laughs> Actually, Leonard got a set of bangles Man, as well. Do you remember us getting scammed by those balloons? Yes, it was one of my favourite stories. Same, yeah. same. So we went down to um, the Gateway of India. I think yep. it's called in uh, Mumbai. In Mumbai, um, which is this beautiful kind of. Arc it's like the Arc de Triomphe, but just by the beach. Oh, beautiful. And it is a monument to the English leaving. Great. That's where the English left from. And fuck it's off. This, yeah, get the fuck out. Uh, and so it's obviously a huge tourist area, and there's all sorts of street hawkers um, selling all sorts of things. And there was a guy, there's a few guys 
with these, these huge balloons, massive like balloons, people-sized balloons. <laughs> they were so good. And Callum and I decided we were going to go in and actually approach one of these people. Rookie mistake. Don't yep. approach them because um, <laughs> they know they've got you. And we would work together and buy balloons for our children because yep. you've got like. I don't know, eight, eight or, or so. Of and they're yeah. massive. They only yeah. need one. We thought we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll split it. And I think somebody else on the trip even came and helped us yeah. with a bit of negotiation. Uh, and we really got the guy down. Felt like I really screwed over a bloke yeah, that probably doesn't have totally roof over totally Such shit. <laughs> <laughs> Walked away from the transaction, blew the balloons up, and they were about the size of my arm. Yeah, he just totally just given us a different packet of balloons. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we were like... Well played. But well it's played. still a oh, good well sized balloon. Yeah. But it's no but it body size, size balloon. balloon. It was a balloon that it was, was the size a of a balloon. Oh, right. Because when you, when you laid it, laid it out, it, was this, it looked like it was going to be massive, but then it didn't really blow up very much. Yeah. <laughs> so it, was, it basically just went like a condom. And this guy's like, <laughs> I've yeah. done it again. Yeah. High five and all the other balloons. <laughs> they came up to me, mate. I couldn't believe it. They just yeah. came up to me. Well, we walked past him about a couple of hours later. And I just looked at him and we went, we know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you get away with it now because it probably paid for your food for a month. Yeah. <laughs> There's such a vivid memory of that trip. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good, it was a, it was a hectic trip. It was. I, I think the hardest part for me on, on those kind of trips is actually being away from yeah, yeah. my child, then now children. Yeah, it's not, I don't think I'm ever going to get used to that. We talk no. about the first day is the best and yeah. then after that the guilt just builds and builds and, and builds. And you feel guilty that they're not there but also you can't tell them what a great time you're having. Like, yes. And what I really loved about taking Digby and Chris away with me to Asia this time and then to Montreal was that I didn't have to try and describe how great it was. And also underplay how great it was. Like we were just there having that yep. experience together. Like we went to Universal Studios together. Oh, the you know, best! Like, did all those great things. And what was really lovely was that Dill um, Jaya Singer was a part of the roadshow as well, and so he would come with us like to Disneyland and Universal Studios, and it was like having two children. <laughs> yeah, <so it> was <laughs> really... For those of you who don't know Dill Rook Jaya Singer, look him up. Uh, Cal was very accurate describing <laughs> him as another child. Sri Lankan child. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, great. But then that means because now he's experienced that you can't lie when you're away. No, yeah. no. He knows you're having a good time. And also, I, I just want to take him away again because it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, taking yeah, him away. no. It was really, yeah. Well, from good times to bad times, we love a, a parenting horror story. Uh, meaning there's some, through maybe some negligence of your own. <laughs> hopefully, uh, it's through negligence of your own. Hopefully, that's, it that's is. what I'm gunning okay, for. Well, I've got two. I've got two. Go the, for it. The time that I remember as being the most horrific was. Yep. Um, Digby had Giardia and I had Giardia and we Explain did not know. Giardia. So Giardia is a... Um, Just for Wade because I know what it is. It's a bacterial <laughs> it's like dysentery? thing that, is that you, what you get. get? Kind of, but you get it from water, infected water supplies. You can get it from like drinking out of mountain streams and stuff. Okay. But you can also get it at like daycare and old people's right. home and things like that. It's like this... And what it does is it makes you vomit, but then all the symptoms go away and you think you're fine, but... You just, you've still got it. The symptoms have just disappeared for a bit. So Digby was just occasionally vomiting. Like he'd just be there perfectly fine. He'd just throw up all over himself in the car and then be okay again. And we're like, that's weird. What age are we talking? Um, one and a half. Oh. Okay, so it's normal. One, one and a half, half two. Vomit. Yeah. So, uh, and then Chris went away for a week and I woke up to Digby crying incredibly loudly in the night and so I ran into his room it's about 1.30 in the morning and he's just covered in vomit and his bed is covered in vomit like his cot is covered in vomit and I go oh darling and I pick him up and he vomited into my eyes (laughs) (laughs) so just literally blah 
Yeah. <laughs> Exorcist style <laughs> shit. Exorcist style. Just all into my face and into my eyes. And I was like, you're the only person who was ever allowed to do this. Like, <laughs> just, and then I was like, I don't know what to clean up first. Like he's covered in vomit. I'm covered in vomit. The cot is covered in vomit. The floor is covered in vomit. And so then, so I was like, oh my God, I just... I don't know where to begin. Like, <laughs> set it on fire, start yeah, again. Like, yes. And so um, eventually cleaned up the vomit and there's just nothing worse than the smell of vomit. No, like, yeah. it's not, you can't get it And out. when it's relentless vomit, it's not just like one patch. No, it's like, it's oh, just, I've just cleaned oh, that. Especially and while you're cleaning that, up your nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just the worst. And so got the coddle cleaned up and then got him – he and I had a shower together and I kind of got everything off and then I put him – in our bed with me and he was so excited to be in the big bed he couldn't go to sleep like yeah. so and so then in the morning I was like well at least I got it all cleaned up last night and then I go into the room and because it's light you can see where all of the vomit still is <laughs> like, so, and then I just couldn't and then he was fine I couldn't work it out and then I did a corporate gig in Tasmania which doesn't seem like a sentence that goes together yeah. but um and as I was coming into land this is a few weeks later in Hobart I'm like oh I'm gonna be sick I'm gonna be really sick and then I just, I managed to hold on, but I was like, oh, I'm literally about to spray the people in front of me. And then got to the hotel, I'm vomiting, vomiting, vomited, and went to the chemist shop and went, I'm vomiting, what have you got to stop me vomiting? And she's like, oh, you just have to live through it. Like, didn't give me anything. Good help. I was like, thank you so much for Classic help. Tasmanian. Yeah. <laughs> have an apple. Yeah. So did, managed to do this gig, like vomit, vomit, did the gig, vomit, vomit, and then was fine in the morning, but had these egg burps. Like just kept doing and for some reason Gross. I put it on Twitter like I don't know what's wrong with me I've been throwing it now I've got egg burps and uh, someone in New Zealand went you've got Giardia the egg burps are a giveaway and I was like what and I google it and I'm like oh it sounds like I've got Giardia and so Great. went to the doctor and we got um, treatment for it and it was gone but it was just the most horrific experience both right in the eyes right in ah. the eyes yeah, yeah. I love a social media diagnosis as well yeah, yeah. And, but a correct one was brilliant yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Claire had like a thyroid Problem. That's right. Like years ago, like when we first yeah, I worked. Remember. Yes. And she was on um, some TV show, Sideshow. Sideshow. Might have been yeah. Sideshow. The short-lived Sideshow. Yeah. The short-lived Sideshow. And somebody watching it on TV was like, "You have got a thyroid problem. Go get it checked out." She went and got checked out, and she's like, "Oh right, and got it cured." That's yeah. incredible. Amazing. Yeah. That's um, incredible. What a great TV show that was. I remember that. <laughs> I remember it too. Jack Palance. Was it Jack Palance? I don't know. No, that was Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Did you yeah, get that? Yeah. Did you get that in a... Well, how were yeah, you? No, Ripley's no. Believe It or Not, I do know the Believe it reference. or not. <laughs> <laughs> and there was Jack Palance, who was an old wizened man, and Holly Palance, and I could never work out if it was his daughter or his much younger wife. Ooh. Oh. Controversial. Ooh. Second story. Uh, okay, so, um, so Digby has a bunk bed. Yes. Oh, this uh, is love it already, already going to be good. Story. That's great. Uh, so um, the comedy festival finished this year and I was very tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my show finished at 7 o'clock. And then the next morning at 7 o'clock we hear a thump and then, Mom, Dad, I think I've broken my arm. No crying. No crying. Just, just a thump. Yep, a thump, and then I, I think I've broken my arm. And then he staggered out into the hallway, and it was like, yeah, there's a there's an extra elbow in that arm that they're showing. Oh. Oh. There's, a, there's a little dip. Oh. Was he new to the bunk bed? Yeah, relatively new. So I, what I think happened is, is he was trying to get out of the bunk bed without using the ladder, but his story, which he has stuck to, mm. but in a slightly unconvincing way, is that the cat meowed suddenly and startled him and he fell off the ladder. When he jumped like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he was trying to get down... Improperly, and then 
He, yep. just he might have seen like a horse out the window and just freaked <laughs> yeah. the fuck out. <laughs> the, cat, <laughs> the cat was dressed as a horse. Yeah. That's what upset him. They had a little oven in him. Um, and so then, yeah, so then he's just lying on the hallway floor and we're like, oh, God. And so we took him to Sunshine Hospital, um, which was our closest hospital, and they were fantastic. They got him in a temporary cast and then they gave him fentanyl, which is, I think, what Primus uh, finished prints off. So oh, like, oh. But obviously a much more appropriate dose. Um, and then they, they were great with him. But we had to stay in overnight and it was, um, yeah, it was pretty full on. Like it made me so grateful that all it is is a broken arm. Yeah, First break. Uh, no, second break. Second yeah, break. Yeah, he broke his wrist jumping off a something he shouldn't have been jumping off when he was a kid. But I was away on a gig for that. Yeah. I was in a mining camp Good. in uh, the Northern Territory. And did Chris give you the phone call? I got a, I got a have you had your gigs yet? Because I had one gig, day, <laughs> one gig at lunchtime. You're a smart man. One gig at night. And I was like, oh, I'm just about to do my gig at lunchtime. He's like, oh, well, give me a call back. Uh, and then I do the gig and it's great. And then he goes, can we FaceTime you? And I get this FaceTime from Digby and Chris, and he goes, show mummy, and then he just holds up his, <laughs> his broken cast. And I was like, oh, and I am literally the furthest away that I could be in Australia. Like, uh-huh. Literally, charter flight to Perth, flight back from Perth. Like, Would you, because I've often thought, like, if one of the girls, like, injures themselves seriously and clears away, and I know it's just going to freak her out, mm. like, she's just going to worry would you appreciate just getting back and then finding out? No. Or do you want to know uh, right then I and there? I want to do the gig and then I want you to tell me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. Unless it's a life and death situation, in which case I'm yeah, 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 yeah. coming home. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I don't mean like, um, I don't talk about like high level. Like that's obviously straight away cool. I'm talking about like mid-level. Yeah, like, like you a know, bro. Like a like break. A wrist. Um, I think you've got to tell. Yeah, you've got to tell. You've got to tell. tell. Yeah, yeah. you've got to tell. Yeah, you've got to tell. Because poor old Chris had to do a lot of things. He had to FaceTime me and tell me that the cat had died while I was away. Dear old 16-year-old cat. I love how he does it by FaceTime. Well, I suppose uh, I he guess likes a text. to see me cry. Maybe that's what <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking saddest over there. <laughs> well, Cal Wilson, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, on man. It's been so great. Uh, it's been a great pleasure. I'm sure you've got all sorts of things going on. I've got a kid's book coming out. Ah, yeah. We should have been talking about that. Ah, well, What's we can talk about it now. When yeah. does it come out? Um, it comes out at the beginning of next year. It's called George and the Great Bum Stampede. Great. <laughs> I don't Excellent. know if you can tell what it might be about. Yeah. Um, and it's based, on, it's based on stories that I used to tell Jigby at bedtime. So it's a family called the Peppertons, and they have various misadventures. And oh, I'm fantastic. sure you can buy that in all sorts yeah, of wonderful so. bookstores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming out Scholastic. Um, so it'll be in the book oh, club. But there you hop go. on yeah. uh, Cal's social media and keep an eye out. Yes. Yeah. I assume. And a quick shout out to Terry Siakis, who's got a new yes, podcast coming yes. out yes. this week, parenting podcast. What's it called? Um, parental Guidance. Parental Guidance. Recommended, yes. If you maybe struggle with the content uh, in this a particular podcast. Uh, well, not the content, maybe the, the, the words. The words. Some of the, the words. Content. Yeah, some of the <laughs> rap fuckery that goes on. Uh, Are you doing that as merch, by the way? Yeah. Like t shirts? Yeah, Great. yeah. We, well, we've had many discussions about it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of meetings. That's, that's as far as you need to go. Um, yeah, I did Terry's podcast. Um, great. And it's really great. Awesome. Excellent. Not as Excellent. good as this one, so get fucked. Yeah, she, she talked a lot of shit about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye bye. Dads.